fantasy football, sports betting. This is the money line. Welcome into the show. It is Thursday, September 17th. Sunday was the first time since January we've had a full slate of football games, and it was pretty surprising to say the least. So, starting off with bad surprises, Marlon Mack was having a fantastic game until he went down in the second quarter with a torn Achilles. Because of Mack's energy, uh, of Mack's injury, excuse me, Jonathan Taylor's stock is way up, and already points producing back will produce even more because he will not have to split reps. When I see Jonathan Taylor, I think bye. If you have Jonathan Taylor in a fantasy league, though, I would say I would keep him because his stock is way up and he would definitely be getting a lot of reps Sunday versus the Vikings. Uh, next on the injury list, Le'Veon Bell suffered an, an, an injured hamstring. <clears throat> next on the injury report, we have Le'Veon Bell. Bell suffered a hamstring injury after his coach decided to put him back in the game, even though he tweaked his hamstring for their injuring it. Um, if you were Bell, I would bench him at the moment. Although he got plenty of reps, he could be out for a few weeks. Definitely someone to watch on the injury report and could be out a couple weeks. Uh, next, we have George Kittle's mid-game leg injury. Um, he shortly returned after the leg injury, but did not get targeted much due to his injury. Uh, next, Next, we're going to do the best and the worst performances of week one. Um, we're going to start off with the worst. Uh, Michael Thomas had an absolutely horrific week. Uh, three receptions for only 17 yards. I mean, he is Drew Brees' favorite target, so he's a player to watch in the future. Um, next, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson probably had one of the best performances of his career. 88% completion rate. Fantastic. And four touchdowns. He dominant force in fantasy this week, and next week he plays the Pats defense. So that's going to be an, an interesting matchup on Sunday night. Um, I have a huge outlook for Russ this year, especially since he's got a lot of targets and a very good defense behind him. Um, next we have Aaron Rodgers, who took down the Vikings defense. 32 for 44 pass attempts, an absolutely dominant performance. Um, he was only started in 31% of leagues, but his only week ones, and he played the Vikings, who have an awful pass defense. Uh, I have my reservations about Rodgers because I kind of need to see him go up against a good defense and see what he can really bring to the table. Uh, that being said, Rodgers does dominate bad defenses, so that's a matchup you're going to want to look for in the future. Uh, I don't buy into the Rodgers hype until... He proves to be a consistent player throughout the first few weeks. Um, next, probably my favorite, probably my favorite fantasy quarterback, Josh Allen. He threw 33 for 46 passing attempts, 312 pass yards, two touchdowns, and a non-PPR total of 31 points. Um, not the most difficult matchup for him, but I can believe that he will perform well in the future, especially since he threw the ball 46 times, which is a lot of reps. Um, I would. He's definitely a start next week over any other quarterback. I think he's going to have a really good game against that Dolphins defense. Um, next is Kyler Murray. I thought Kyler Murray had a great 
start to the season, and the Cardinals are definitely a team to be looking for throughout the year. He threw 26 for 40, three, uh, 230 yards, excuse me, one touchdown, and had a second touchdown actually called back on an offensive pass interference. Um, he also had 91 rushing yards, which is very surprising, but not really because it's Kyler Murray. <laughs> um, next, I mean, we have Cam Newton, not an awful performance, 15 for 19, expected with Belichick's style of offense. Um, 16 rushing attempts, though. We weren't sure if we were going to see that on the Patriots, but it sure looks like he will be running the ball a lot this year. That's a good sign if you have him. Um, two touchdowns. He was probably my favorite late-round QB, and you're going to see him run the ball a lot in the Patriots this year a lot. Um, I love Cam for the future because I think he's a very good fit with Belichick, especially since they will be running the ball in the future. Um, next, we're going to go into the buy or sell segment, but before, we're going to take a quick break. All right, next, we have week two predictions and who I am betting on in week two, or who I would bet on. I'm not betting on all these teams. All right, first, we are going to start off with the Los Angeles Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams over-unders, 45.5 points. I think they're going to go way over that. I think the Rams are very hot right now, and I'm going to take the Rams. And I would bet on the Rams in this game. The line's pretty good. You got 105 positive on the Rams, and you got negative 125 on the Eagles. So that's a pretty solid bet if you bet on the Rams. Uh, next, we have the Panthers and the Bucks. I think Tom Brady kind of had a rough week one, but I think that offense will get it going, especially with how many weapons they have. You got Carolina plus 290 and Tampa Bay minus. 358. I'm going to take the Bucks in this one, but this is a game I would stay away from when it comes to betting because the line, not great, especially negative 358 on the Bucks. Um, over-unders, 46.5 points. I'm saying definitely over that, probably by, I think they're at least score 50 combined. Uh, next, we have the Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this is actually going to be a close game, but the line is not great. You've got negative 313 on the Steelers. Yeah, this is a game I would stay away from week one, but I do think Pittsburgh will win this game just because of their very good blitz pass defense. Over under 40 points. Uh, I think that's that's a game I would actually go under on, I don't think. Drew Locke's going to get much production out of this game. I don't think Big Ben has really got back in his groove yet. So I'm going to go under 40.5. Oh, next we have the Falcons and the Cowboys. Now, this is my big upset of Week 2. You know, I did not think the Cowboys looked good last week at all, and I think they're going to pick up right where they left off in a really bad state. So you got the Cowboys, negative 189, and the Falcons, plus 160. You know, this is a game I would probably bet on the Falcons on. This is a good, risky bet that I think the line is very good for the Falcons to win this game. Um, over, under, 53 points. Oh, I think it's way, it's going to be way over 53 points. 
I think you're looking at probably a probably like a 35, maybe like 28 game. So way over 50 points. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the over on that game. Uh, next, um, pretty easy game: San Francisco at the New York Jets. Um, negative 323 on the 49ers and a plus 260 on the Jets. Um, it's actually a pretty easy bet. I would take the 49ers here, and I would probably bet that money to see them get an easy win against an awful Jets team that is missing Le'Veon Bell, who is probably their best player. Over under 41.5 points. Um, this is tough because I know the Jets aren't going to score much. It just kind of depends on how much the 49ers would score. I'm gonna, I would stay away from the over-under on this game, but I would bet on the 49ers. Yeah, and I'd stay away from the over-under probably. I mean, yeah, I'd just stay away from it because that's a pretty fine line, 41.5. So I'd stay away from that bet. But if I had to say, I would probably say over. Oh, next we have the Bills at the Dolphins. This is a pretty good game, actually. You got the Bill at negative 250, the Dolphins at plus 205. I think the Bills are probably going to win this game. It's probably going to be close, probably high scoring just because Josh Allen and Fitzpatrick both slingers, and Josh Allen can run very well. Um, the Bills are a 5.5 point favorite. I think it's about right. Over-under, 41. I think we'll be right around that, so over-under I'd probably stay away from. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills in this one. Probably by, I would probably say by a touchdown, maybe two, probably like 10 points. Um, next, we have the Vikings and the Colts. The Vikings looked absolutely awful week one versus the Packers, and I think Phillip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor are both going to have big games, and the Vikings are going to get, and, and the Vikings are going to lose, in my opinion. Colts are a three point favorite. I think that's a little low. I'd say they're more of a seven point favorite. Um, the over under is 49.5, I think way under. I don't think either of those teams are going to score that much, especially the Vikings. And I don't think the Colts are going to be able to put up more than 25-30. So I'd, that, that's a game I'd bet the under on. Yeah, 49.5 under. Yeah, and I'd take the Colts in that one, probably by seven points. Um, next we have the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Um, you got a plus 225 on the Lions and a minus two, 278 on the Packers. Um, this is an easy game. I think the Packers are winning this one easy, especially against, especially since the Lions have been very awful run defense. Over under 50 points. I'm gonna say under. I'm, I think they. I think Green Bay is. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're probably like a six point favorite. Yeah, that's what it says. The spread six points on the Packers. Um, yeah, so I'd bet the Packers on that one. I wouldn't bet the over under on that game though. But if I had to say, I'd probably say under. Um, New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. Um, the Bears are a five point five point fa a five point five point favorite. The over under is a forty one point five, and the Giants are plus two hundred, and the Bears are negative two thirty nine. Um, this is a game I'd stay away from, especially since we do not know how consistent Mitchell Trubisky is yet, and we know uh, Saquon Barkley can run the ball very well. And the over-under is 41.5. Uh, probably go under on this game. I don't think either of these teams are going to have much production. 
Oh, next we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. The Jaguars are plus 295 and the Titans are minus 371. That is a very staggering spread for two teams I do not think are that much different in talent. Over-under is 44.5 and the spread is 7.5 points by the Titans. Um, I think this is going to be a close game. It's probably a toss. It's probably going to be a toss, but I don't think the Titans are a 7.5 point favorite. I think they're more probably like a 3.5, maybe 4. Over-under is a 44.5. I wouldn't probably bet on the over or the under or either of these teams because this is probably going to be a close matchup especially since it's Derrick Henry and the Titans love to run the ball. We have the Washington football team at a plus 260 at the at the Arizona Cardinals a negative 2 I mean a negative 323 my bad. Um the spread has the Cardinals as a 7 point favorite. I think it is way more than 7 points, but those are just Vegas odds, so I'd probably say Cardinals by probably 10-14, which is pretty staggering favorite. Over-under, 46.5. I'm going to go under. I don't Yeah, I don't think the Washington football team is going to score more than 10 points this game. I think you're probably going to have Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals probably score maybe four touchdowns. So I'd go on the under on this game. Yeah, 46.5 under. Um, next, we have the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. And you have the Ravens at negative 345 and the Texans at a positive 275. I think this is going to be an easy game for Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh. Um, the spread has the, Ra- uh, has the Ravens at a 7-point favorite, over under 49.5. I think... It's probably going to be right around 50 on the over-under. That's a pretty risky bet. I wouldn't take that. Um, Raven, seven-point favorite. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Game's probably going to be a little closer than that. Um, Ravens, I would bet on the Ravens on this game. I think it's an easy bet, but the line is not great on them. Negative 345. Yeah, that's not a very yeah, that's not a very good line for this time of year. Um, next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, my team. At negative 385 versus the Chargers at a positive 310. Chiefs, 8.5, 8.5 point favorite. I think that's probably right about right. I think Chiefs probably win by a touchdown, maybe 10 points in this game. Over under 47.5. Mm, I'd probably go under on this game. I think it's, I think it's probably going to be probably like 24-17. So, uh, yeah, I'd bet, I'd probably bet the under on this game, and I definitely would bet on the Chiefs, but it is a, a divisional matchup, so those are also games I like to stay away from when it comes to betting because the matchups are so competitive and anything can happen. Uh, next, we have the Sunday night game, prime time. The Patriots at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are negative 200, and the Patriots are a positive 170. This is actually a pretty good line to bet on the Patriots, but so whether you think Cam Newton can get it done, and I don't think he's been able to get to him because Russell Wilson has got off to a hot start on the season. They got the Seahawks at a 3.5-point favorite. I think that's probably about right, but 
Over under 45, 44.5. I'm going to say under. I don't think Cam Newton could get that production more. I don't think Cam Newton could probably get more than 17 points this game. I think you're probably looking right around 44.5. That's a bet I would stay away from, but if I had to say, I would say under. Um, and finally, last game of the week, Monday Night Football. You have the New Orleans Saints at the Las Vegas Raiders. Saints are a negative 228, and the Raiders are a positive 190. Saints are a 5.5 point favorite. Over-under is a 45, 48.5, my bad. Um, I would definitely bet the Saints on this game. I don't think the Raiders will be able to get it done, especially against Drew Brees, even though Michael Thomas is missing. So this is going to be a close game, but the line is pretty good for the Saints, only negative 228. So I'm going to say the Saints by probably 7 points. And over under 48.5, I would probably say, I'm saying they're probably going to go over that, but... That's a over-under I'd probably stay away from when it comes to week two. All right. Thank you for tuning into the show. It's been a great week, and we'll see how my predictions turn out. Thank you. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to subscribe and recommend to a friend.